I read a post the other day from the Champagne Diet on Instagram, who is Kara Alwill. She's like a best-selling author. She has so many books. She's a coach. She has a podcast. And I thought I would just read it because it really spoke to me and I think it's super relevant for today's episode. So the post was like a, a quote and it said, successful women don't wait. And the caption said, you know, like here's your reminder that when it comes to business, successful women don't wait. We don't wait around to be chosen, validated, or permitted. We take the steps necessary to make our dreams happen. We do it with what we have, where we are. We send that email. We set up that coffee meeting. We self-publish that book. We launch that podcast. We pitch that client. We place that order. We build that website. We create that event and so on. Vision plus resourcefulness plus execution is the winning combo. And so today's episode is all about how to really manifest your dream life and career at any age. So I have a dear client and friend of mine, Crystal Garrett, on the show, and she's sharing her inspiring story about how she left behind a a 20 plus year career a successful career in broadcasting to really choose herself and all the evolutions that happened after that and the quantum leaps and the bold action that she took and where she is now kind of living in her dream life. And, you know, we talk about this concept of how there's a lot of us that are maybe working jobs that we feel are draining or, you know, we've woken up over the past few years, especially in the pandemic, to this realization that life is so fleeting and it's so temporary and, oh my goodness, what am I doing and what do I care about and who am I and how do I want to show up in the world? You know, we're in this great awakening and so, so many of us have woken up to the fact of like, I want more out of life. I just want more, you know? Like I've been I've been doing something that I thought was right and I thought was good and now I'm realizing that it's 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 not enough for me and maybe the world is telling me that it should be enough. You know, I should be happy. I should be grateful. This should be enough, but I have this feeling inside of me that I just want more and it's hard to put our finger on where that comes from, but I really believe that is divine guidance, you know, desires are the language of the soul and the universe doesn't give us desires that we are not meant to have. So if you are a woman who feels like you want to quit your draining job and build something of your own or you're in the process of building something of your own, but it feels really difficult and challenging and it's sticky and it's this roller coaster of emotions and you worry maybe that you're too old to start over or you're too young for your voice to matter and for anybody to listen to you or to give a shit about your advice or what you have to share, then this episode is going to be for you. It is really deeply inspiring and I really loved the conversation that Crystal and I had. Before we jump in, I want to remind you guys that Abundant and Ambitious is open for enrollment, but it's closing very soon. So the doors close this coming Sunday on March 27th. This program only runs twice a year because it's a pretty long program. We hang out together for four months, so 16 weeks of really immersive group business coaching. It is my favorite thing that I do. The value that you get inside of this 
program is seriously unparalleled, especially at the price point in this industry. And I always say, you know, this is high level business coaching for the woman who can't yet afford high level business coaching. So if you don't have five to $10,000 to invest in a mentor yet, this is the program for you and it is going to light a fire under your ass. It is going to inspire you deeply. You're going to feel so held and supported and motivated inside of this group and you are going to make quantum leaps that I can guarantee in your life and in your business and how you operate and how you do things and what you believe to be possible and available for you. This whole experience of Abundant and Ambitious is like a giant expansion container where we collapse time and we really shift your ability to see what's possible for you and chase it with this hungry sort of next level action. And so I'm so excited for the women that decide to join this program. If you guys want to learn more about what you get inside of Abundant and Ambitious, I'll leave the the, the link in the show notes for you so that you can click over to my website, samanthadaily.com and read all about it. But it's insane value. There's over 30 plus hours of my best business trainings. Plus we meet every single week. Yes, we will see each other's faces and meet in community and sisterhood every single week to lift each other up and answer all of your questions and get you realigned and back on track and feeling inspired for the business that you're creating. So it's really, truly a beautiful and transformational experience. If you feel that this is meant for you, please listen to the call. It is here for a reason. We close on March 27th. I would love and be so honored to be able to walk alongside you in your business journey and guide you over the next four months. So click the link in the show notes or go to my bio on Instagram and you can click the link there or you can just shoot me a DM if you have specific questions. But we're going to start very, very soon and I'm so excited for all the women that are already inside. It's going to be absolutely epic. Okay, and without further ado, let's jump into today's episode, Manifest Your Dream Life at Any Age with Crystal Garrett. Welcome to the Make Shift Happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly, entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie, here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go make shift happen. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a really special guest with us here on the show. This is a woman that I've gotten to know pretty well over the past year and a half, and I've had the pleasure of watching her do a complete 180 in her life and career and truly step into her power. So I'm really excited for her to share her story and her wisdom and her mission with us. She is a Canadian news broadcaster turned podcaster, a runner, a wife, a mom, a storyteller, a speaker, and a dear client and friend of mine. I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome to the show, Crystal Joy Garrett. Oh my gosh, I'm just so thrilled to be here. I'm just so thrilled to be here. And I have 
Well, we'll get into it, but I have you to thank for where I am. So yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. Our conversations, like even when we just chat over Instagram and everything, our conversations are always so natural and we feed off each other really well. So I'm excited to have this conversation and kind of bring it to the ears of the listeners because I know they're going to be able to resonate and learn so much from your story. So before we kind of dig into you know, your new life as a podcaster and as someone who's really sharing their wisdom and owning their gifts in the world. I want to like go back just a little bit. So everybody who doesn't know, you can kind of get a look at where you come from and what your life was like before 2021, let's say, because I know that was the year that things really started to shift massively for you. So take us back and just give us a look at like who you were in life before 2021. Yeah, sure. So I am um, definitely somebody who's always been very positive, always been a go getter. And um, that's been, you know, a big part of my life. But I do feel like there's something to being I do feel like now that I know about what manifestation is, and I know kind of how to harness that energy. And before that, I do realize that I had attracted a lot of wonderful things in my life. I have, I have a great life. Like I'm probably in a little bit of a different stage of life than a lot of people listening. So, but I think that, um, there's a lot in common too. And I, and I will say that, um, like I, I have kids and, and I have actually uh, had a successful career as a broadcaster. And even though all of those things were very, very exciting, and I've had some amazing experiences traveling the world. I just feel like only recently have I been able to really recognize the power that that energy has. And I've been able to sort of channel it so that I can up-level my life faster and I can kind of go where I want to go. So I I definitely did um, fight against the current. As a go-getter, I was able to use my running, which that I discovered completely by accident as a kid. And I, and I'm so happy I found that gift, but it's brought me pretty much everything good in my life, but I was able to sort of take that and take it to my dream level. I did make a Canadian national team. And then, um, I dreamt of a broadcasting career and people like, I'm just a, just a girl from a strawberry farm. Like I'm not, you know, any special kind of person. And I remember people saying, oh, that's impossible. I remember leaving my first job at a university. My grandfather, I actually owed him money for a car that he helped me buy. And I'm like, uh, Grandpa, I'm going to be a little bit slow on those car payments because I'm going back to school to become a journalist. And he was like, why are you doing that? You have a good job. And um, so it all a lot. And a lot of people were like, oh, you'll never make it in broadcasting. That's crazy. Nobody does that. And I just said, well, watch me. And so, you know, I was able to do that. But even when I was there, I feel like I, I did have this wonderful life, but I felt like there was something more more inside me. So, so here we are. I mean, I, I think it does the, the, the lesson here is no matter where you are in your life, you should always sort of listen to um, that little voice inside you. To, so you can really find your soul's purpose. And, and once you learn to kind of recognize the power you have, and then how to actually channel that in a way that serves you, that's really where the magic is. And then that's where you came in in 2021. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, we're going to dig into that because I'm excited for everyone to kind of hear these massive shifts that you started making along that journey. But I want to touch on something that you said, which I think is really interesting about the difference between unconscious and conscious manifestation, right? When we understand the idea of manifestation and the law of attraction, we know that it's working all the time, just like the law of gravity, right? If I decide that I don't believe in the law of gravity, it doesn't mean that I myself am going to start floating and not be 
connected to the earth anymore. So the laws of the universe are always working, whether we are aware of them or not. But there is a difference that happens when you do become aware of the powers that be. And when you start to, like you said, channel them and actually use them. So you have this positive nature. You definitely have like an achiever type personality. You believe in yourself on a deep level. And that got you a lot of really great and positive things in your life. But it's interesting to see what's come through for you in the recent years of you actually becoming aware of like, oh, hang on. Like I'm, I'm co-creating with the universe. Like I am also in the, the driver's seat of what's happening. And I can really channel this energy and put it towards these things and create even greater results than what I was doing before. So true. And something else that I've learned in the last little while of actually doing the inner work is realizing that I am a go-getter. I am a pusher to the point of where that is actually both my, like a, a sword and also the thing that, that kind of is my worst enemy because I am so pushing in my masculine that I tend to over control. And I would have to say like, um, I married and I've had a, my husband is the best, but I would say our relationship is, is really like really much more honest and, and fun and just flowing in recent, in the recent year and a half, because before I was just constantly like raging against the machine all the time, like push, 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 push to the point where I was almost um, my almost enemy, like almost pushing people away. I was trying to control so hard. Yeah. I, that just brought up a memory for me. Cause I feel like I remember us unpacking this and talking about this in from burnt out to badass when you were inside that program. Cause we were talking about, you know, the balance of masculine and feminine energies and how, you know, when we have that desire to control all the outcomes and do everything. And because we know that we can do things really well ourselves, we're sometimes like, Oh, well, I'll just do it because I know that I do it really well, or I do it the best. And that puts us in that space of really hyper-masculine energy all the time, which can mess up the polarity in a relationship. If you're, you know, wanting your partner to be in that kind of, you know, healthy, masculine protector leader role, but then you are also taking charge on everything. So we talked about like letting, like loosening the grip and like letting go of the reins in some ways and like giving over tasks to your husband of like, you can do this. You be in charge of this. Okay. You do that. And that really like changed the dynamic and shifted your polarity with each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or let him pick the movie or pick where we go out for dinner for once, you know, like just yeah. like, like let him like like figuratively and literally be in the driver's seat. And it's it's much more fun. Like I do not have to carry all of that, you know. So it's really no, that's that's incredible. But so i I guess you can call it unconscious manifestation or or dumb luck, but all of those strategies which were I was just like, let's just say like needing, I was putting in like a hundred units of work when 10 units would have done, you know, like I've just know now recently learned that I don't have to be pushing so hard all the time. And, and once I've got the support, learned a few skills, uh, did the inner work, it's like where I was working so, so, so hope so hard all the time and just feeling the weight of the world. I just backed the heck off. And then all of a sudden, really, we're talking about quantum leaps today. That is when I started quantum leaping again and again 
and again, like I literally do not recognize myself where I am now, as opposed to a year and a half ago. Yeah. Okay. So let, let's dig into that a little bit. So 20 at the start of 2021 was when we did the reset challenge. That was like the very first iteration of the reset challenge. And I remember you were in that group. And then after that, we were in from burnt out to badass together. And then most recently we were in abundant and ambitious together. So like you've been with me along for my journey for a year and a half and the same for you. I've been like, I feel like we've been witnessing each other move through up levels and and quantum leaps. And so that's why I'm excited to have this conversation with you because we've both been, you know, in each other's space really intimately for the past year and a half and been able to see what that's looked like for one another. Mm -hmm. So yeah, let's talk about that like first transition that you started to make. I mean, so how many years were you in broadcasting? Oh gosh, I in like 20 years. So like, this just seemed like a generation ahead, but this is the really interesting thing is that there it's all about energy and your spirit. So I am a, I am a youthful, almost, I would say like ageless spirit. Like I just, I just really love life and go after it. And I gravitate to people who feel that way at every age. So when I first heard you on a podcast, that's actually how I discovered you. I was like, this woman is on my wave. I feel her energy. I need to have this person in my life. And then conversely, uh, someone in my life recently who did pass away, she was 92. Her name was Audrey. She was also a spirit mentor. This is a woman who at age 80 went and got a tattoo. She tried to go skydiving, but they said that was too dangerous. So she went (laughs) in an open cockpit plane, you know, like Snoopy with the little goggles and the scarf flying. So that was as much skydiving as she could do. But I'm just saying like, it is not about age. It is about a spirit that like a, like an energetic, beautiful spirit that just wants to connect with other people and want to get the most out of life. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that because I think, you know, there's, there's so many people that want to, I mean, we are in the middle of the great awakening, right? That's what this transition into the new age has been called, right? We're moving into the age of the Aquarius. We're breaking down the structures and the lies and all the things that, you know, we thought that we needed to do or needed to be. And especially over the past couple of years, a lot of people have been waking up to, you know, the, um, like how temporary their lifetimes are and what they actually want to be pouring their time and energy into. And I think there's a lot of people that are excited about the idea of following a passion of some kind or having a career or leading a life that's more free and more beautiful to them. But the fear of where you're starting from can sometimes be paralyzing, which is such a beautiful testament to the podcast show that you just started, which is called, literally it's called Start Anywhere because that's the idea, right? Is that we can start anywhere. But I think, you know, there's so many women, especially that maybe feel, I'm too old to start over or to start this project. You know, like I've gone, like you're in broadcasting for 20 years, right? And then suddenly you're like, oh, I'm just going to abandon that or make a total shift. I mean, that's that can be paralyzing for some people. And on the other flip side of that coin, there's the feeling of I'm too young to share because my voice doesn't matter. Like people aren't going to trust me. I don't have enough wisdom yet. And I just think that both of those stories are exactly that. They're stories. Exactly. And that is what the Start Anywhere podcast is all about. Just recognizing that you have an opportunity wherever you are in life right now, at any age to just wake up 
and start living your life fully. And every week I, I interview um, people who have overcome obstacles and achieve success on their terms in some extraordinary way. And they give us at the end of the episode, a little bit of their wisdom that one could apply in their life right away. So I have talked to people who are in their twenties and I've talked to people all the way, all every age and stage of life. And it's, it's interesting how we um, all have much more in common than we realize men, women, uh, mostly a lot of women that I end up talking to. And I actually have a few of the women that inspired me so much from working together that I'm, I have several of the guests from um, people I've met through our circle that we, we have together because they just, there's just so much to share but what I wanted to say about the age and stage thing is I have felt it on both sides and everyone feels it. So like when I was, um, I was in my twenties, I started broadcasting and I remember feeling like really green. Like I don't even deserve to be here. I don't have what it takes. I'm, I'm new. Who's going to even want it? Like you, you, you have to approach people and ask them to speak to you. And sometimes I was like a bit shy to do that. And then I remember I worked in broadcasting for a few years and we moved to a different city because my husband uh, got a job and it was his dream job. So I'm like, okay, start anywhere. So we moved across the country and I started again and I had to reinvent myself. And at this time I was in my early thirties and I remember I still felt green on the inside. And I remember going into the newsroom and, and like going on air and having crushing it. Like it, it was fun, but I got all this feedback from viewers. Wow. It's nice to see a mature woman on the air. And I thought, Oh my, what? All of a sudden I'm an old hen. Like last week I was young and green. So um, it's just all about perspective. So it really like everybody at every age thinks I'm too young or I'm too old. Yeah. Yeah, exactly that. Like it's, it's really just a story that we're telling ourselves and the, the way that I like to think of it too, cause I know you before we're talking about how you really feel like you are almost like, um, your spirit is ageless. So, I mean, I like to, I, I think, you know, we have this perspective that like everybody is born and we all start at the same kind of starting line. And then by the time you're 20, by the time you're 30, by the time you're 40, mm. right. And we're all kind of like progressing through life at the same rate. And I think when you expand your awareness or your ability to perceive the, the lifetime or the cycles of an actual soul, you then start to understand that everybody who is 20 is not the same. And everybody who is 30 is not the same because our souls are much older or younger than what we can even perceive of, you know? And maybe this is like a little woo for some people, but um, if you've been in my world for a while, you probably know I'm a past life regression practitioner. So what that means is, you know, we use hypnotic techniques to kind of bring you back in your mind and allow you to see and witness some of the memories from your past lives, you know, with this understanding of reincarnation that when we die, the soul doesn't die. It, it transcends, it moves on, right? Because energy cannot be created nor destroyed, only transferred. So where does the energy of a soul go? Well, it moves somewhere. And so I think for anybody struggling with this story, this kind of idea of a soul journey can be comforting because you no longer feel like, oh, you know, I'm on the same line with all these other 20, 30, 40, 50 year olds. It's like, who knows how old my soul is? And so, you know, even if you're really young, maybe you do have lots of innate wisdom within you to share because your consciousness has been around and has many, has 
taken many trips on the sun on this planet. And so just to kind of give it a little of a, a spiritual take for me, I think that's really helpful in kind of breaking down that story and understanding that you are worthy of sharing no matter what age and stage you're at. Absolutely. And I know myself like being, I, I think a lot of people can relate to this too, is when you look at somebody who is older, say you can be repelled by that. I don't, I think that there's something kind of terrifying about um, in society right now about looking at somebody who's aging, you look at somebody who might have a few wrinkles and everybody is, is super fighting against the current, trying not to age. And um, I myself really have felt that way. And I only until recently, I've started to realize that getting older is a, um, it's a privilege. And everyone, if you just kind of actually look at a person, they can be absolutely gorgeous and magnetic and sexy at any age. You know, you can look at examples of people who are absolutely magnetic and gorgeous at every age, you know, just so many people like that. And then there's so many people who are young and they, they are not attractive. They're not magnetic because of maybe they, they, they're just, their energy is very, very low because of reasons that we could go into. But I'm just saying that um, it's not about age. Beauty is not, it is really not age. It's, it's something else that actually makes a person beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. You guys know something I love about Crystal so much is that she loves to dance. And this is like another, it's another reflection of like your eternally young kind of spirit. And this idea that you're talking about of like, it's an energy, like the energy that you carry really transmits that, that feeling or that sense or that perception of beauty in a different way. And yeah, like you, you so have that. I, I remember one time I like posted a silly reel that was, you know, kind of telling a story about this time in college when we went to a, a Flo Rida concert and pushed our way to the front and, and Flo Rida flew uh, through a rose out into the crowd and like I caught it. And so I had the rose and I remember you being like, <laughs> you commenting on it and being like, I'm so jealous. I love Flo Rida. And then like, you'll post your reels of you dancing to like Flo Rida and Pitbull songs. And I'm like, yes, like this is the energy. It, oh, for sure. So I have a daughter. Um, this is like, I am not young people. And I have a daughter who is 20. So she is going to school in Montreal. She's so fun. She's gorgeous. And she was out at a club and she was having a great time, this amazing club. And she's like, mom, you need to be here. Like, this is such a great club. And so we, we, I don't like, I, I don't, I would love, like, absolutely would go to the club, but I'm thinking mate, it was a Halloween part. I'm thinking next year I might go as Sia because I could wear like the giant wig because, and then no one would be able to tell my age and I could just dance my face up or I'll just go because really like, um, it is just an energy thing. Yeah. And I love to dance. I love EDM. I love electronic music. Like I absolutely love it. And I, I, I'm not like, I'm like a, trying to be the cool mom. Like I'm not like trying to be like too young or whatever. I'm just like, can't help it. Like I just love, love to dance, love that music. I feel very energized and beautiful when that's happening. Like we all do, like who doesn't want to go to a dance club and have the time of their lives? Like it is fun. <laughs> Yes. Yes. You and me, you and me both. We're going to crash your daughter's uh, yeah, Halloween party at we'll the club. All go. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Like it's so fun. The music. How many times have you been out dancing and you don't even need to even have like one sip of alcohol. Like the music is right. And I'll tell you, like, I have a group of friends. I'm very lucky. I met them running a university and we're all of the same spirit. And wherever we go, we get together before COVID, like every year 
we'll go dancing. And I'm not saying this like to like as a, as a flex, like I'm just saying this is the case. Like within 20 minutes, the bar is like, we're like holding court. Like everyone just wants to be in our energy. Like it's the funnest, funnest, funnest thing. Yeah. And the DJ will be like, oh, this happens all the time. Just like in Florida, Rome, the DJ will be like locking eyes like you and like, I'll be up in the booth. Like, woo, like it is just, <laughs> that is just like live life like that. Don't think about age, just be who you are. And if that kind of thing does not light you up, then don't do those things, you know? Yeah. But do, do what does, you know, yes. like follow your, follow the pings of your spirit and your desires. I think that's the most important lesson of all of this is like, you know, be who you want to be regardless of how old you are, or what stage you are in life. Like it's never too late to create the biggest, funnest, most juiciest life that you could imagine for yourself. And you are like such a beautiful example of that. So I love that. So when you you had this 20 years of successful career in broadcasting and then what was it or when was it when you started to kind of realize maybe I don't want to do this anymore or maybe I want to do something different it's very interesting i am i really find that listening to your intuition and i'm only starting to realize now what that is and and how to get quiet to strengthen it and listen it but listen to it but there was some little voice inside me that was saying crystal this is you're doing okay but you're not where you, there's much more for you. So in it, it, like, even though I loved what I was doing, it was very, very much a, a defined role. You you're only allowed to sort of talk about what you're told to talk about. It's not like you have free reign. You can, you can make suggestions, but in general, I felt like there was more I could do. So I literally um, stepped away from broadcasting very, it was very strange. I didn't even understand it myself, but I just understood that it was where I needed to be. And it was, it was challenging. Like it was a morning show that I was on and the hours were super early and I, the kids were pretty little at that time. So it was pretty challenging and it was a strain, um, on the household for sure. So that was part of the reason I stepped away, but there was more to it than that. Anyway, one thing led to another after like a couple of months of like being like, what the heck am I doing? Like literally like eating candy in bed, watching Netflix. Finally, then this opportunity came up and it was a totally different career working in this town that I live in that had a bad reputation. It was, it's like Brooklyn to New York. I don't, but in this case, Halifax is the kind of, was the, you know, glamorous, bigger city, if you will, across the harbor was Dartmouth where I live, which was, had a really sketchy reputation. People called it the dark side and it, it was quite dark, but I'm like this town has a lot of potential. So I really did put my heart and soul for a few years into improving this town, which was not what I was trained to do. I was a fish out of water. It was a very much start anywhere thing. And I just put my heart and soul into it. And I actually literally, like I, reached out on Instagram to these, to these artists in Philadelphia and brought them in. And they had done a similar project in Philly where a dark part of Philly was quite crime ridden and quite rough. They put this neon mural in. So a mural that's beautiful by David at night, it lights up and it totally changed the conversation. So that community went from zero to hero. So I said, guys, come to our community, please do the same thing here. And they did. So uh, fast forward just a few years, the community is no longer considered the dark side. It is beautiful. It's, it's vibrant. It's safe at all times of day. So I feel like almost like Mary Poppins, like the wind blew me to that opportunity because they needed me. They needed me. They needed my ideas. They needed my energy. And then I felt like I'd done all I could do there. 
And then I got quiet and I was in that job and then the pandemic was coming. I think it was even a little bit before the pandemic when I heard the podcast and started to get in my way. But in any case, me, I, it's hard. It's hard to really think because everything's a blur the last two years. But yeah, in any right. case, I got this ping that it was time to just it's time to go bigger again. Like you have literally a voice and you can use it because in that role of the town, I really lost myself in that role. I really just was all about pushing, celebrating the community, celebrating the town. Crystal Garrett was no longer a thing. She was just a vehicle, which is there's a time, like there's seasons for that. And I achieved it. I feel like I wasn't alone. I was just the ringleader that made all this stuff happen. But I'm like, okay, mission accomplished there. It's now time for the next thing. And I just wasn't sure what that was. So that's when you came in. And I really was in a space in my life where I needed to figure out my next step. And I needed support. Mm. And, and so what was that like? What was going through your head when we first started working together and you were in that phase of like, I want to know what my next step is, but I don't know. I don't necessarily know what it is, or maybe I have an idea, but I'm scared of like, oh my gosh, am I really going to uproot everything again? And, you know, go in a totally different direction. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Like I was in a nine to five job. It was no longer, the passion was kind of gone. And I was just feeling like going through the motions and my boss was driving me nuts. I remember just thinking it was more about me than him. You know, sometimes it's more about what the other, but in any case, I was not happy. And I'm just like, I need to, I feel like I need to just find literally or figuratively find my voice again. I'm getting lost in the sauce. So I, I listened to your, I found you on a podcast. It was kind of like desperately like Googling, Oh my gosh, some kind of positivity inspiration. I found another podcast, heard you on it. Then I was like, okay, this, this Sam Daly, she has got it. Like I'm loving this. So you had, you gave this, one of your earlier strategies was a three, three, five of a journaling practice. So I had never journaled before. So I started doing that. I started doing that. And then I joined the reset challenge and Sam literally like in the middle of the reset challenge out of the blue, I got an offer from a lady out of the blue to just host this show interviewing artists. It was out of the blue. It was lucrative. It was fantastic. It was out of the blue. I, and I believe that I channeled that in by starting to talk about my dreams. I put it out there. I started to call in what I wanted and it came immediately. This was, it was, Mm -hmm. then I started to realize there is a lot of power in journaling in, in this manifestation thing. And I am, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Ooh, I have goosebumps. So powerful. So powerful. But the story doesn't end there. Like there's so, there's so much more evolution there. Okay. So you get this offer for this like crazy aligned job as you're finally starting to put your goals out there. Right. Cause the three, three, five is, you know, it's gratitudes, and it's affirmations for the day, and it's your five big goals for the future. Um, so you're doing that work. You're in the reset challenge where we're talking all about manifestation, really harnessing that energy, and you're getting yourself into the you know the good vibration, high frequency every day. And this opportunity comes through for you. Great, amazing. We're excited about it. But 
the ball keeps rolling. So the ball keeps rolling. take us through, take us through what happens next. Yeah. So then I'm still in the nine to five. The, the little gig was kind of just, it was a temporary thing. It was kind of like a suite of interviews I did and I had to do it, you know, over lunch hour. So I thought, okay, this, there's a lot of power here. I'm seeing that there's so much here. I mean, you remember in the reset challenge too, like I was given it, like I was probably the most keen person in there I, because it's just, it felt so great. I'd found, it's like, I'd found something that I really needed. It's like that came yeah. to me at the time I needed needed it. And I really like all of the work you do, it's what do you put into it? So I, I went, was putting a lot in and wow, the results started to come. So then I started to call in, okay, I just need to get out of this job. It is time to move on. I need to get out of this job. So then I got a call um, from another person who, again, out of the blue led to a whole string of side projects. And soon I had enough side projects that I was able to actually talk to my employer. Cause I was concerned about leaving on a, on a, on a good note because it really is in my community and I didn't want to burn a bridge. So I actually convinced them to hire me to do some things on the side. So instead of them being, I wasn't their employee anymore. I was kind of their client. So I was able to actually leave earlier so I, I had enough little gigs that I was able to kind of like make pay the bills, but still I knew that I had heard about the B2B program and I knew that there was just so much more I didn't know. And I felt like I needed support to get to the next level. And I was kind of a mess. Like this, it's an emotional, when you're going through these changes, it's emotional. And you, you're like, why am I feeling this way? Like I was happy last week. Why am I feeling so like lost this week? So I, I joined the B2B program and really that's a foundational program where you can get a lot of tools. Really it's an introduction to all manifestation and inner work. And it's really a great primer for a person who wants to get into self-development. And it's, it's mm-hmm. wonderful in that program. There were people from all walks of life for sure. And, um, I really felt that those tools that I gained enabled me to, to quantum leap again. So I was able to actually discover more niche down on what I could do. I wasn't just, just taking every little project that came my way. I started to get focused and, um, you know, I, I was able to call in during that program. I called in a dream of mine, which was to speak, to be paid to speak. And I, and I called that in during that program, which again, Mm -hmm. that started the next rolling of, of, of up leveling for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Oh my gosh. Like it's crazy also to think that all of this is like the span of a year and a half. Cause oh, we're, we're still not done yet. Right. Like we're no, going to continue. This is like, <laughs> yeah, we're not even there. Like we're just beginning. No. And it's the thing is that you have to know everybody listening. Like it's totally normal to feel like a mess. Like just one minute you're feeling amazing and the next minute you're crying and, or or even paralyzed. So I had the big dreams on my heart. This podcast was a big dream and I have even big dreams on my heart still that haven't yet come to fruition, but you have to just understand that they're going to come to you or they're maybe even already written in the stars somewhere, but they're, you just, it's a process. You got to, this is what it's probably a cliche, but the idea of like, you don't eat the fruit the day you plant the seed something Mm -hmm. I read somewhere and it's really resonated with me. So right now is the season for planting seeds. So I was thinking, okay, I need to just, I really want to up level in my business. So that's when I B2B came or yeah, a, um, abundant and ambitious, all the the programs you've been in all the programs. So like the names are blurring together. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Because they all did. I was like, boom, 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 boom. But once you kind of get support, you realize how much faster you get where you want to go. So I, that is when it just, it was again, 
aligned the day that I left my job. Um, I, the next day was when the program started. So it was like absolutely meant to be. So then it began. I kind of thought I might want to do one-on-one coaching with you, which that's not off the table for the future. But what was in, I believe that the group program was the magic because it was a combination of your wisdom. You get a lot of contact time in this program with you too, which was, which was great. Um, but the women in the program, they were all women. We did have a lot in common. Some people already had businesses that were sort of well-established. Other people were like me where they're like, I don't even know where I'm I'm just, I know what I want, but I'm not sure exactly how to get there. I was right at the beginning. Like I wasn't even sure what I was doing, to be honest. Um, And we just, but the the thing is your, your instruction was so clear and your examples and you're so generous with your own experiences that we all could get a lot from that. And I felt that with the support of the group being seen by you and following the clear directions, all of us were pushed way the heck out of our comfort zone. And that's when we all started to see, we all saw giant up levels and, and I quantum leaped at least twice during the program. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I have goosebumps. Cause I love this program so much. Um, I mean, you guys were like the, the founders of the group. You were the first group to ever experience this abundant and ambitious program, but it really was like such a special experience, you know, especially because of the type of women that end up coming into this program. You know, you can guarantee that they're really going to be like-minded and ambitious and aligned with kind of the, you know, the greater mission of what they're wanting to accomplish in the world and the good that they're wanting to do. And like that, I feel the energy we were able to just feed off of each other so much that it inspired everybody to like go big or go home. And so that was really beautiful. There was like one week in the program where like eight people started podcasts. They were like, it's up, it's up, it's on everybody go listen to it. It's up. It was like wild. Yeah. And remember this too, there were a couple of people that launched during the program and they, it, they really felt supported by the, the, by the group, because that is a very roller coastery thing. You're feeling the highs, you're feeling the lows. And, um, everybody felt like they, it was so great that they, they were ready to take their business to the next level, but they, they had the support of, like a bunch of cheerleaders. And then if things weren't really going well, they could be honest about it. I remember, remember one, there was one masterclass where the person had a lot of people said they were going to sign up. And then when the live came, nobody came and, and that could have been devastating for someone, but everybody was like, you know what that happens, man, we got to get, you can do this. And that person changed direction a little bit with support of the group. And then they were able to get on their way. So just stumble and fall but have people to catch you and help you get back up and just kind of like be like, you know, in a boxing ring, like the person takes the robe off and like squirts that squirty bottle in your mouth and rubs your shoulders. Like you can do this. The group was that, you know, and it's 16 weeks long. So you had a lot of times to like, it was round after round. I'm going to try this challenge. Oh, that didn't go well. Oh, wow. That, but I learned something, you know, and then the people like, no, take the squeeze, squeezy bottles. You can do this. You can do this. Go fight again. And, um, it's amazing when you have that kind of support to just keep on like putting yourself out there. Um, yeah, you can really, you can really push yourself. Yeah. Because it is such a roller coaster, right? Like I always say this entrepreneurship is 
such a roller coaster. And you kind of touched on this before of it's normal to feel really emotional during this phase of your journey where you're transitioning and you're wanting to put yourself out there and you are the product or you're creating something that really feels like a, a reflection of you and your soul work and what you're here to do. Like that is so vulnerable. And there's really, really high highs and there's also really, really low lows. And so to be able to navigate that constant like whiplash of like up, down, all around, like you really can go through, you know, four to five extreme emotions in, in a day <laughs> when you're, when you're on this journey. So true. One of the guests for the start anywhere podcast, it's interesting how everybody has a story. So I interviewed this Olympic coach and an Olympic race walker of all things. Both of the people are fascinating, but the Olympic coach, he is very quite elderly, but he really was, oh my gosh, his wisdom. I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to like keep him, you know, have him in my life every day. But he had, he said that the problem with, there's no difference between Olympic athletes and ordinary people, if you will. It's just about their vision. There really isn't a difference. And nobody, the big problem with people in general is that they don't aim high enough with their goals. So you really should have a very big goal. Go humongous, go humongous. And we did a great exercise in, in the program where we went the vision beyond the vision. So this race walker, he was 16 years old and they had their first talk and he said, I am going to, um, get the world record in this particular race walk event. And I'm going to get the Olympic gold medal. They decided that when he was 16 years old. And so great, that's the top. So let's look back. How can we get there? So we did this vision exercise in, in A to A. Um, and when I did that, I not only saw a business, but then I saw the bigger vision. I saw the impact I'd have. And then I actually went right to the deathbed and I envisioned being surrounded by a loving family, a beautiful family. And I envisioned, I'm going to get emotional, envisioned this beautiful life where I didn't waste a day. I was so proud of what it accomplished. And I envisioned the big change that I'd made in the world. And I envisioned so much good that came from the work I did. So then when I looked back on trying to get the podcast started and trying to get the business started, it just seemed like a logical step. Like, of course it's going to happen. And it just didn't seem as overwhelming. So I think when you set a big goal, it puts the little teeny goals. He said, think big, take small steps. And that is absolutely true. Like we can do anything. We really can do anything. We just can't do it all at once. Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. And I, I love that you mentioned that exercise that we did. So this idea of the vision beyond the vision is something that I actually learned when I was in Costa Rica on the leadership immersion retreat. And there was a, a woman there who's a really powerful multi-million dollar coach. Um, her name is Regan Hillier. And she presented us with this idea of, you know, the challenge of accessing the vision beyond your vision, because we all have currently a vision of what we are moving towards and what we want to create for our lives. But this idea of creating even bigger goals is like, okay, and then when you do that, what will be your vision then, right? Let's go further. Let's go wider. Let's go deeper. And then it makes that initial vision that right now feels so enormous and so big and so possible and so far away, it makes it feel just like a stepping stone right? That's kind of like what we talked about yeah. when I guided you guys through this exercise. And we, we did a really beautiful visualization to help you really get there on an emotional and, and spiritual level of connecting to your vision beyond the vision. But 
then suddenly this big vision that felt like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to do that? That was just a stepping stone. And, and it's, then you access what's way beyond that. And so I love that. And I know I, I gave you guys some examples just in terms of income goals and things that were relevant for me in business of like, you know, when you lowball your, yourself and then you crush the goal out of the park, you can pat yourself on the back and be like, oh, yay, I did that thing. But you could have got so much farther if you had challenged yourself to set an even bigger or loftier goal. Absolutely. And the one of the things I took great comfort in is, is that there really, if you have a vision, if you have a dream, it's on your heart for a reason. So you really need to trust the process and trust yourself to follow through with that process. And so um, that's been really a comfort to me because there have been a lot of times where I've been wanting to give up or just say, this is crazy. What the heck, who am I to have this big vision? You know, this obviously I'm delusional, but then I keep thinking, no, I'm not. I'm not. And then I saw in the program, other women around me were taking steps and they were seeing success, success beyond really what they had even envisioned for themselves at first. And I was not jealous. If anything, I was fueled. It it made me feel great that it's possible. And I felt so good for those people. Like it really was a a sisterhood. It was really was a feeling of support and um, encouragement. And those people in the group, I've been my biggest cheerleaders with my latest thing. Getting this podcast out uh, has been a dream come true, and I uh, and it was so wonderful that everybody was was supporting me and, and cheering me on, like all over the world. You know, yeah, I've got friends all over the world now. Yeah, New Zealand, Australia, UK, the US, everywhere. Um, and I know some of the guests that were on your show were women from the Abundant and Ambitious program because there were, you know, so many just incredible women in that group filled with so much wisdom and love and so much to offer. So let's talk about let's talk about the podcast that you just started and this kind of new journey that you're on of like really pursuing this and pouring everything into it and making this your main project at the moment. Yeah. So I really. Um, I've always wanted to, to kind of have a podcast, not always, but the, you know, it's been a, a goal on my heart for some time, but I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted the podcast to be. So I, it, I did come, this clarity came and, and it was part of this vision process came during the program, but it was to use my skills um, as a journalist, because I have all this experience built up to honor that and use it, use the skills that I have to be a vessel to celebrate people around to, to inspire. So I love to tell, I love interviewing. I love telling stories, but I was being strategic about the people that I highlighted to try to demonstrate that really here's proof that at any age and stage, you can go after a dream. Everybody has a very different dream. Everybody goes about it a different way in their own time, but they all overcome obstacles. And then they share a story that's fun to listen to, but it's uplifting. And so my hope is that people just are entertained, but moreover, that every single time that person shares their best tool that worked for them. So at the end of the episode, and I'll, I should probably put in the show notes for somebody who's just like absolutely super time crunched. They just want the goods, just want the juice. I should put the time code of when they, when the lesson comes up, but I, every single story, there's a wonderful lesson to be learned and personal stories. First of all, podcasting is amazing because it's like that person's talking directly to you, which, which is so intimate and beautiful. But hearing somebody's personal stories, it cuts through the noise of life. Like there's nothing like just hearing somebody telling what honestly happened to them. It, it's just so powerful. 
Yeah. Well, and I, I, I love our conversation today because I feel like we're kind of doing that with you and your journey and you've been facilitating all these other people to share their stories, but you have a beautiful story to share too. And all of these quantum leaps that you've been making over the past year and a half and your evolution into really doing something that you're super excited and energized about. And that feels like there's a real, there's a real purpose to it. So I'm, I'm so proud of you. And I'm so just like in awe of how, how much you've really taken the tools and the wisdom and the inspiration over the last year and a half and really, really harnessed it and made it into something great for yourself because not, not everybody does that. You know, sometimes the opportunity comes along to do the inner work or to make changes or to take bold risks and really step out of the box and start your business or launch your podcast and do those things. And, and fear sometimes overtakes people. And, but you've really shown up for the assignment and been like, I'm going to knock this out of the park. And and I think you have. Thank you so much. And I think what I want to just show people is that um, that just, just, just hopefully be inspired to just say that at really at any age, whether you're, it doesn't matter. I'm not even going to give numbers. It doesn't matter where, where you are. If you think you're too old or too young, you're absolutely not. You just have to start anywhere, start messy, start before you're ready. Just take that first small step. And believe me, even in getting this podcast started, I hemmed and hawed for months. I was paralyzed, paralyzed. And that's where the support of you your teachings and the other women in the program, they were what I needed. They were the, I, I kind of wonder in my business, if there's going to be right now, the start anywhere project is, is really, it's really about me just using my gifts to make a little difference in the world, because we all have gifts inside us that can make a difference in the world. The world is a tumultuous place. And I think that all of us have gifts inside us right now to make a small change. They can make a small change on a person's life right this very minute. And it's a bunch of little small changes together are going to ripple out because you know yourself, Sam, that when you actually do honor something on your heart, you're super proud of yourself. You're the best version of yourself. And then that ripples out to the people around you. They're inspired. They get your best energy and then they're better. And then, then it ripples out, ripples out, ripples out. So just think if my vision is like, if everybody who listens to the start anywhere podcast even takes one little grain and they're even if they're just in a better mood, that's going to impact the people around them. And next thing you know, there's going to be the positivity. The light is just going to start to just get that darkness out of here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so the ripple effect is so real. And I talk about this so much in my work because there's so many women that, you know, minimize their desires and they minimize their concept of how much they can really help or make a change or make a difference in someone's life or in the world potentially. Right. And so understanding that ripple effect is so, so important because to change the world, we start one human at a time. And mostly we start with ourselves. We start doing our own inner work. We start following our own heart's desires. We start choosing what we want, standing in our truth, using our voice. And from there, we touch one person's life. That's like, wow, I'm so inspired by that or that idea really shifted something for me or you know that story they told just really clicked for me and a light bulb went off and I'm going to go do this thing and we'll never be able to know or see or witness for sure 
all of the people that are making slight little tweaks and changes in their lives and in their energies and in their relationships and in their careers and how they're showing up because of something that we said or that we did. But we have to trust that it is happening. It is happening and it spreads like wildfire. And so if you are a woman who's listening to this, who has a mission or a dream on her heart, something that you want to pursue that you know could help even just one person, I really do believe that it's your duty to go and do that. And you are being asked, you are being called rather to take the risks and the scary action to get you to be able to, to do that in a successful way, because that's going to impact other people. And those people are going to impact other people. And this is how, as you know, female entrepreneurs in the coaching space or who are sharing our voices unapologetically, this is how we raise the collective consciousness of the earth. We don't do it just by having a million followers or having big audiences. We do it one single person at a time. And so that is something that I'm so passionate about sharing is like, reminding women that it does matter. The thing that you want to help people with, it does matter. Even if it seems superficial, even if it's just helping them feel more confident in the clothes that they wear or whatever, like it matters. It matters. It so matters. Yeah. And I will tell you right now, as a person who, um, like speaking to people listening right now, who are at any age and stage of life, look in the mirror and love yourself where you are. Because when you are older and you look back, you're going to be like, I was cute. Why wasn't I walking around like, like queen, this and that? Like I was, I was all that. Like you need to just look in the mirror. And I, I, myself in recent years, I've kind of been like, I shied away from the camera. Like, oh gosh, it's been a few years I've been in broadcasting. People are going to look at me like, man, she looks bad. And I was just finally like, just decided to, I saw my, I looked in word and I just kind of started to like, just own it. And, and it was during the program too. I just, you had a challenge to show up on social media and I just started to show up more. I just started to be myself. Like, okay, I'm just going to be myself. I'm just going to put my face out there. I'm going to dance. And I didn't just like put a ton of makeup on and use a bunch of filters. I just put myself as I was. So sometimes I do look nice because I actually did put the effort in. Cause you know, some days we do our hair and we do our makeup. But sometimes I'm just out walking my dog and the spirit hits me to just make a reel and I will. And you know what, Sam, I have people of all ages, all ages reaching out to me saying, you know what? I love your energy in these reels. I love, I love that you're putting yourself out there because it means I can put myself out there. So thank Mm -hmm. you for doing it. Yes. It's a permission slip. It's a permission slip. When we show up, we give other women the permission to do the same. And so if we want to help change the world, we have to start with ourselves. And I think like your story is just such a beautiful example of that. And it's been such a joy and a pleasure to be able to like walk alongside you and, you know, revel in your successes and in your achievements and in everything that that's happening for you. And I'm so excited for everybody that's listening to this show to go and check out the start anywhere podcast and listen to those incredible, inspiring stories of other people from all ages that have beautiful wisdom and tools to share, uh, around this journey. So, uh, will you please tell everybody where they can follow you and, you know, watch these reels of you dancing and just being your unapologetic self and listening to your beautiful new podcast. 
Oh my gosh, Sam. Thank you for the opportunity. Yeah. My, my Instagram is where I like to play. It's at crystal joy Garrett. And there you can get all the information. It's super easy at crystal joy Garrett. And that's been humbling too, because I, I really love Instagram, but when I started back in the summertime, when I was taking the first program with you, I just re I kind of resurrected that and from the ashes. And I had like, honestly, like a hundred followers or something because I wasn't paying any attention. So I've been slowly, but surely building it up and it's, it's, it's going, you know, it's, it's growing, 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 but it's very humbling to put yourself out there. Like, yeah, hi, I'm just starting this movement, but you know, like 10 people follow me. So it's sort of, you know, if you, if you are go check it out, if you love it, yeah. Give me a follow, but it's just know that like, it takes time. People, you got to start anywhere and eventually you're going to get where you want to go. That's right. That's right. I'm going to link everything for you guys in the show notes so that you can just click over and find Crystal on Instagram. And we will also link to the Start Anywhere podcast, which you can listen to anywhere that you find your podcasts. Thank you so, so much for joining us today, Crystal. It was such a pleasure. You know, I love you so much and I'm so grateful to have you in my world. Oh my gosh. Right back at you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.